ஸ்ரீ சாய் சாத் சாரித்ரா சாப்டர் செவன் வண்டர்ஃபுல் இன்கார்னேஷன் ஸ்ரீ கணேஷாய் நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சரஸ்வதே நமஹா ஸ்ரீ வெங்கடேஷாய் நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சாய்நாதாய் நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சத்குருபியோ நமஹா இந்த சாப்டர் ஹேமந்த் பன் டிஸ்கஸஸ் த பாயிண்ட் அபவுட் பாபா பீங் அ ஹிந்து ஆர் அ முஸ்லிம் ஹி ஆல்சோ டெல்ஸ் அஸ் அபவுட் பாபாஸ் யோகிக் ப்ராக்டிசஸ் இஸ் பார்ஸ் அண்ட் அதர் மேட்டர்ஸ் அ யூனிக் இன்கார்னேஷன் காட் டஸ் நாட் பிலாங் டு எனி இண்டிவிஜுவல் சொசைட்டி கேஸ்ட் செக்ட் பார்ட்டி பீப்புள் ஆர் கண்ட்ரி men women poor rich and happy happy foolish wise bad good atheist theist all these believe in god in some form or the other according to their own nature and temperament baba's endeavor was to emphasize the similarities in human behavior and purge the mind of the devotees from concentrating on the differences of social customs and practices by planting seeds of love and cooperation towards this mission baba practiced both hinduism and islam to create nurture and stabilize the feeling of equal respect among his devotees his incarnation thus was very unique <coughs> however <coughs> however it is also proved to be enigmatic to many of his devotees to those who thought that he was a hindu he appeared like a muslim to the others who thought that he was a muslim he appeared like a hindu no one knew exactly whether he was a hindu or a muslim like a hindu baba fully participated in the sri ramnavami celebrations he used to get the cradle fast and for sri rama janmotsavam he got the he got the kirtans performed On the Gokulashtami day he participated in the Gopalak Kala Kirtanas at the same time like a muslim he also participated in the sandal procession on id days uh, he allowed muslim on oh, sorry on eid days he allowed muslims to offer namaz in the masjid once during the muharram festival he allowed the construction and keeping of the tabat for 4 days in the masjid unlike the muslims his ears were pierced unlike the hindus he advocated circumcisions though he himself was not circumcised unlike the hindus he lived in a masjid <coughs> unlike the masjid <coughs> unlike the muslims unlike <coughs> unlike the muslims he always had a dunni the sacred fire unlike the muslims he practiced grinding on the handmill blowing of shanku oblation in fire and above all he allowed washing of his feet by aragya water Both Hindus and Muslims worshipped him alike. Whoever went to ask him about his religion were captivated by his handsome figure. When Baba showed so much contrasting forms, it was indeed impossible for anyone to say whether he was Hindu or a Muslim. Some said that he was born in a Muslim family. Some others said that he was born to a Brahmin family. For him, all religions were same. All castes were equally important. He would sit with fakis and eat fish and meat. When dogs licked his plate while he was eating, he never bothered. He had kept in the masjid all the tools required for treating the grains which the farmers brought. In addition, there was a Brindavan with Tulsi and Urin chariot. It was only due to some good deed done in in a previous birth by all the devotees that Baba was available to them. Many got happiness, joy and peace of mind at Shirdi. Even today so many are getting blessed. Those who had Baba as guru are indeed very very blessed. All those who came to test Baba forgot everything when they saw him and prostrated at his feet. Baba never liked arguments. Allah Malik was the only word He used to say 
rich or poor both were alike for him he knew the innermost secrets of his devotees and yet he never told anything to anyone though he was a storehouse of all knowledge he always behaved as if he knew nothing he never liked personal glorification though he was human though he was he was human people thought he was divine they thought that god had come down to shirdi to live with him with them Baba's deposition before the commissioner once a person was charged with theft of golden or- ornaments and one was brought to the court at, at Dulia he told the court that the ornaments he had were stolen were not stolen but given by Sai Baba to him the court passed summons summons to baba to present to give witness baba ignored the summons he used, he used to throw the entire summons to the fire in duni exasperated exasperated the court sent a warrant it was received by head constable kanapati ramji of kopargaon he showed it to baba and baba as usual told him to show it into the dustbin the head constable did not know what to do kanapati rao datraya shaharashtra budde dasguna maharaj was there at the time and told the head constable to contact the deputy collector of ahmednagar nana sahib chandokar At the instance of Nana Sahib Chandrakar all the devotees prepared an appeal they appealed that as Sai Baba was god it was sacrilegious to call baba to attend the court instead they said a commission could be deputed to shirdi and whatever information was needed could be elicited from baba the court appointed nana joshi as a commissioner and sent him to shirdi 3 hours before the commission arrived baba organized seating accommodation in front of dwarakamai the following is a text of the interrogation commissioner What is your name? Baba. Everyone calls me by the name of Sai Baba. Commissioner. What is your father's name? Baba. He is also called as Sai Baba. Commissioner. What is your guru's name? Baba. Venkosa. Commissioner. Your religion? Baba. Kabir's religion. Commissioner. Your caste? Baba. Divine caste. Commissioner. Your age? Baba millions of years commissioner promise that you will tell only truth baba i have never told untruth before nor will i tell in the future commissioner do you know the accused baba there is no one whom i don't know commissioner he says that he is your devotee and that he knows you baba all are mine commissioner did you give the ornaments to the accused baba in this world whoever wants anything they get it only from me commissioner with what authority you gave him the items baba in this world all items are mine commissioner this is a serious case of theft the accused says that you gave, you have given him the ornaments baba what is this news and i am in no way connected with this case the commissioner was scared and based on the village diary he gave a report that the accused never visited shirdi and sai baba never left shirdi as such a statement of the accused was incorrect the thief was subsequently caught and duly punished the commissioner did not even take baba's signature by his replies baba made it clear that he was god this incident is narrated by pooja shri ramas narasimha swami swami ji in his book of devotees experiences it was told to him by dasgunu maharaj in 1936 sai baba's habits and medical care baba got the temples of ganapati shani shankara parvati maruti and other grama devatas renovated through tatya patel all the money he got from the devotees he used to distribute among the poor whatever amount occurred to him like rupees 10 15 20 30 or even 50 he gave it to each of them 
the poor always used the money they got from baba for something good only with baba's darshan the bad among them turned good those who have blind regained their vision the lame got back their limbs people heard about baba's powers and came far from far and away places to get his darshan after bath baba always sat meditating near the tuni at times he did not bother about taking bath also baba used to dress in white he had a beautiful headwear he wore a long sleeved shirt and dhoti he was very fond of treating people of the diseases physical as well as mental initially he treated with roots people found that baba's treatment was effective once someone had a red eye it was swollen also as no other doctor was available they brought the patient to baba he powdered some bb seeds applied it to the eye and tried tied the cloth over it other doctors usually applied camphor or cow's milk with baba's treatment however the redness had vanished the very next day and the swelling also had come down considerably though the eyes are delicate the bb cured the inflammation baba treated several other cases also in a very unorthodox way baba's yogic practices baba was a yogi he had practiced yogi from his infancy and acquired unsurpassed mastery over it the powers he derived from this practice was also immeasurable nobody could estimate the proficiency he had possessed following are two examples of this yogic prowess first one dauti or cleaning process second one kanda yoga dauti or cleaning process normally dauti is performed by gulping down or a wet cotton piece of cloth 3 broad and 22 6 inch long through the mouth it is allowed to remain in the stomach for half an hour and then slowly removed baba's method was unique he went considerable distance away from the masjid picked up a well near a banyan tree washed his mouth and took bath then he used to warm it out as intestines clean them thoroughly and hang him hang them for drying on a nearby jam tree no human being could possibly ever have done this process and baba did this every third day people who saw this were spellbound by this display of immense yogic power they thought that he was a very accomplished siddha kanda yoga this was another yogic process that baba practiced and perfected just as he cleaned his intestines by dauti he cleaned the joints of his limbs by removing them separately and spreading on the ground for dying for drying he did this usually at night in the masjid when someone inadvertently saw baba's limbs spread all over he was struck with grief as he thought that someone had murdered baba he could not complain to anyone far for fear of being branded as a murderer himself he spent the entire night shivering next day morning when he saw in broad daylight instead inside the masjid he was he found baba sitting hale and healthy in spite of such stupendous powers baba never even once used them for his own sake even when his arm was burnt he did not use his powers to get healed nor did he take the norm, normal medical help instead he just allowed it to heal it by itself he always used his extraordinary powers for the benefit of the devotees only for devotees sake he was ready to do anything uh, suffering even unbearable and told un pain and misery rescuing blacksmith's child a day prior to the diwali day in the year 1910 baba was sitting near duni and warming himself the fire in the duni was burning brightly baba was pushing firewood into the fire the flames were raging high then suddenly instead of firewood baba thrust his own arm into the fire and kept it there for some time the arm was immediately scorched and burnt everyone around was shocked shyama was was very near to baba put his arms around baba's waist and pulled him away he asked baba why he had done that baba who seemed to be in trance quickly regained his senses and said 
with her baby in her lap the blacksmith's wife was blowing the bellows when her husband called her she forgot about the baby and got up to go the baby slipped into the furnace i thrust my arms into the fire to save the child my devotee's child was saved it does not matter even if my arm arm gets burnt for the sake of devotee's baba risked getting his own arm burnt this is an example of baba's kind-heartedness and his being all pervasive bagoji shinde story shama wrote to nana sahib chandoka that baba's hand was badly burnt and needs immediate treatment nana sahib promptly came to shirdi with the noted doctor dr paramananda of bombay with all the required medicines he prostrated at baba's feet and begged him to show his arm to the doctor baba refused nana sahib pleaded several times to show his arm to the doctor but baba did not yield he told him my doctor is allah malik baba preferred the services of bagoji shinde a leper to that of a medical doctor shinde used to massage baba's arm and bandage it every day even after the arm was cured of the burns shinde used to apply ghee to baba's arm massage it and bandage it in real reality baba did not need the service as he was omnipotent he endured it only to bless bakoji shinde and free him from the bondages of his previous life it was indeed the greatest good fortune that shinde could have ever asked for when baba went to lendi bank it was shinde who held the umbrella for baba shinde was the first servant of baba the moment baba sat near duni shinde would start caring for baba's arm though his fingers were oozing pus he was dearest to baba it was it it was his immense good fortune that he had got an opportunity to serve baba though he was serving from leprosy due to some ill deeds in the previous birth he must have also done something extraordinarily good then to deserve such proximity with baba 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 provided him an opportunity to wash away the sins he might have committed earlier relieving master karpade of plague in his desire to be of help to his devotees there was no extent to which baba would not go not only did he burn his arm he would invite various diseases onto his body so that the devotees could be free from their suffering honorable ganesh shri krishna kapade also known as dada sahib kapade was a resident of amarothi his wife lakshmi bai had come to shirdi with a young son balwant for baba's darshan while they were in shirdi during jan 1912 buponic plague struck the young boy was affected by the epidemic seeing the boy suffering the mother's tears swelled up and she wanted to go back to amarothi In the evening she decided to get Baba's permission for leaving Shirdi. Baba came to the vada on his way to Lendi. The mother fell on Baba's feet and began crying. She narrated her woes. Baba silently lifted his kafni slightly above the waist and showed her four fully developed babus, each the size of an egg and said, "The sky is now overcast with clouds. They will drift away after the rains. Why are you worried? Look, for your sake I have taken your sufferings. Your sufferings are mine." seeing these people around were dumbfounded great saints and sages always take upon themselves the difficulties of the devotees they love the devotees very dearly the devotees are the children people did not gain anything by taking on the bubonic plague onto them onto himself except severe suffering yet he did for the sake of the young, young boy his heart bleeds for the welfare of the devotees being one among the ordinary sharing all their miseries kindle a spark kindle a spark of devotion in their hearts and then take them onto the path of self realization was objective of baba's incarnation baba's trip to pandarpur nana sahib chandokar staunch devotee of baba was a mamaltar at, at nandarpur uh, in kandesh in 1907 he was transferred to pandarpur for baba's devotees pandarpur is like heaven on earth everyone considered nana sahib to be very fortunate to get such a posting but nana sahib was in a dilemma dilemma 
being in pandarpur he cannot avoid having a he cannot avoid having a darshan of pandarinath will there not be a conflict between his devotion to sai baba and his devotion to pandarinath as soon as he got the orders he thought that he should go to shirdi with family get baba's blessings and then report at pandarpur with this in mind he neither wrote any letter to shirdi nor sent a message but baba was a sarvajna nothing could be hidden from him when nana sahib was approaching nimgon baba was sitting in the masjid with devotees kashira mahasalpati apushinde and others suddenly baba told them the doors of pandari are open let us do bhajan when nana sahib entered shirdi he found baba singing bhajans happily the lines of the bhajans were I will go to Pandarpur I will go will stay there I will I will be there only I will be I'll be in my lord's residence the other devotees around baba also joined in the singing everyone's mind was full of devotion and love towards pandari vital by that time nana sahib had reached the masjid and immediately prostrated at the feet of baba and requested him to come to pandarpur he came to know that baba was singing about going to pandarpur even before his asking nana sahib could not contain his happiness and felt that his wish had been granted with baba's blessings and vibhuti prasadam he left for pandarpur he left for pandarpur with this the seventh chapter called wonderful incarnation is complete in the next chapter himan pan tells us about the importance importance of human's life human life sai baba's taking arms bhaiya ji bhai's service baba's love for kushalchand and other matters shri sadguru sainada paramastu shubham bhavatu om shanti 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 and there is a box which is returned what sai baba has told people my devotees will not suffer from shortage of food or clothing do not try for them ananya stitanyanto mam ye janaya paryapasate tesham nitayabhi yuktanam yogakshemam vahamayam bhagavad gita channel chapter 9 serial 22 i will take care of the interests yoga and shema of those who think of me with single minded devotion with this the seven chapters complete i am thanking baba for this opportunity for this blessing for doing this audio book for my listeners i wholeheartedly wish and pray for all the happiness all the peace all the health good luck to the house of the devotees and to the heart of the devotees to the family of the devotees of the listeners who listen to this podcast once again baba thank you very 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 much for making this happen i feel very honored and blessed to do this service for you i'm so happy in doing that love you so much baba love you love you love you om sai ram